This is episode four, and we are going to talk about staying motivated in binge eating recovery. Welcome to the Binge Eating Coach Podcast, the podcast that helps you go from intellectually knowing how to stop binge eating to really taking action and healing your relationship with food. Because you deserve more space in your life for the things that really matter to you. My name is Krista Couch, your host, recovered bulimic and binge eating coach. Now let's get started. Hey friends, it is December when this episode is coming out. And I know that December can be challenging when it comes to food. When things are challenging, it is the perfect time to hunker down and do the difficult work. Because you have nothing to lose. If you do the work, you can free yourself from this vicious cycle, these long-lasting struggles with food, and finally start to create a relationship with food that's easier. But it takes work, and it can be tempting to shy away from that. And I want to remind you today that you are worthy of doing that work, of showing up for yourself. And you even pressing play on this podcast tells me that you have what it takes to do that work. And there's a part of you that really wants it. I find that motivation can be really easy to create when things are going well. And it can be really hard when things aren't going well. And it's the same thing with the binge restrict cycle. After a binge, it's really easy to be motivated. You're sitting in that guilt. But in the moment when the food tastes really good and you want to escape, it's hard to get motivated. I get it. And this year has showed me perfectly well. I have fallen flat on my face a couple times. I've had a hard year, faced obstacles I did not expect to face. But I grew in ways that I wouldn't have if this year had been easy. I know I'm not alone in that. So this December is your opportunity to grow, to create a solid foundation in your recovery to stop the trajectory that's taking you into a repeated cycle of restricting and binging and create lasting food freedom. I wanted to start this episode off by reminding you that, but it also ties really well into this topic of building motivation, not just stumbling upon it or being motivated when it's convenient because that's not going to get you very far. In order to really make changes and to really recover, You need to be motivated even when it's not convenient, even when it's really hard, even when you're sitting in the kitchen and the urge to binge is so strong and you're thinking about all the foods that you'd love to just eat and to escape the discomfort of wanting it but not answering that. In that moment, you need to create motivation. The motivation isn't going to be sitting there waiting for you. It's something you need to bring. You need to create it with your own mind. And you can. Motivation is just a feeling. And we create our feelings with our thoughts. So if you were thinking things that motivate you, that really motivate you, not just giving yourself a pep talk, you are going to be able to take actions that get you the results that you want. Think about something that really motivates you. I know for me, I just had a thought that I came back to. It was simple. I want a simple life. I want a life that is congruent with my values, a life where someone can look at me on the outside and I don't feel like I need to hide anything. 
Like they could see my whole life and there's nothing that I need to hide or feel deeply ashamed of. And this was something that I really reflected on and wanted in my life. I wanted the simplicity of living a life without an eating disorder. And I knew that life wouldn't be easy, even in recovery, but it could be simpler. I didn't need to add that extra layer on to my life, that extra layer of stress. And so for me, that was very motivating. That is something I came back to. I want a life free of this. I want a simpler life. I don't want to get to the point in my life where I have kids and I have a husband and I have a career that's going to be impacted by a disordered relationship with food. I wanted it to be simpler than that. And so that word to me represented all those things. And when I thought about that, I definitely felt motivated. I was creating that emotion of motivation with my thinking. And when I was motivated, I did things that supported my recovery. And ultimately, I stopped binging, I stopped restricting, and I healed my relationship with food. And so this did not just happen. This is something that I created. There was a few ways that I did this, and I want to talk a little bit about that. But first, I want to talk about what's the opposite of this. How do we get unmotivated? And there's a few reasons why we don't naturally just have motivation. Our brains are like a toddler running around with a knife when they are unmanaged. And so it's important to start recognizing the unhelpful cycles that they put themselves in, that we put ourselves in. And some of these are the things that leave us unmotivated. So our brains like to preserve energy, avoid discomfort, and just take the easy path. And when things get hard, our brain isn't saying, oh, I'm up for the challenge. It's thinking, how can I avoid this discomfort? And so in order to create motivation, you need to start by understanding the unhelpful patterns that your brain is in. Start recognizing the things that your brain is doing to self-sabotage. Because when you start recognizing that, and when you can call yourself out on the things that you're doing to self-sabotage, you can start using those moments to your benefit. You can start intentionally creating thoughts that lead you to feel motivated instead of discouraged or anything else that leads you to self-sabotage. So before you just work on building motivation and thinking about what motivates you, you need to understand why your brain is doing what it's doing. Why do you binge? What is the purpose that serves in your life? Really think about that. And then think about the results that you really want. Because right now, these unhelpful cycles are not leading you to get the results that you really want. Or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. If binge eating was serving you, long term, you wouldn't be listening to the Binge Eating Coach podcast. You would be listening to some other podcast but you are in these cycles that are not serving you and you want a different result. So get clear on what that result is. What do you want your relationship with food to look like? What do you want most in your life? And are you currently on a trajectory that's going to get you there? Really reflect on that. What do you want? And what are the actions that you can take to get there? Motivation is a feeling that can help you get there. A feeling that can help you take the action 
and get the results that you want. But that motivation is built by your brain, by your thinking. When I was first introduced to this topic of building motivation, it was the biggest game changer in my recovery. I was doing it before I was introduced to coaching, but once I was introduced to coaching, it took it to the next level. There were a few things that I did to build motivation. The first one was listing reasons why I wanted to recover. And this is something I did before I was introduced to coaching. I had a little notebook and I would write out the reasons why I wanted to recover every time that I wanted to binge. It started out as something I was assigned to do in therapy and then it just turned into something I did all the time. I used it as a way to create motivation. And I didn't understand exactly what I was doing, but I knew that it helped. I knew that when I wrote down those reasons, I had hope, I had motivation, I was willing to do the hard work. And those reasons for wanting to recover really motivated me. Once I was introduced to coaching shortly after that time, or during that time that I was writing those reasons why I wanted to recover down, I understood the idea of creating motivation. And I wanted to create a strong why. And so the way that I did this was I came up with one word that really encompassed why I wanted to recover. And for me, that word was simple. I used that word simple to motivate me in recovery. I painted these little letters I got from Walmart and I put them on the wall in my bedroom. And I looked at it every day and it reminded me simple. That was why I was doing what I was doing. It's a thought that I consistently came back to to build motivation, especially when things were hard. So I recommend that you do this exercise. Come up with a strong why that motivates you. A phrase or something that you can come back to when things are hard. I recommend that you have something that you can put on the background of your phone or on the mirror in your bathroom or in your kitchen that you can look at frequently and remind yourself of this why. And when your brain goes back to these old, unhelpful thought patterns, you're going to come back to this why. This why that keeps you going when things are hard. It keeps you going when your brain wants to take the easier path. It keeps you going when you're facing unforeseen obstacles. And it's what's going to get you to the destination that you want to get to. If you are listening to this podcast, the result that you want is to stop binge eating. And the actions that are going to get you there are actively working on healing your relationship with food, doing the things that are challenging, working through urges to binge. And motivation is an emotion that you are going to create with this strong why that's going to keep you doing those things even when it's hard. So this why needs to be really strong in order to help you stay motivated even when things are hard. One way that I recommend to my clients to build their strong why is to go over the reasons they wanted to recover. Like I said earlier in this episode, I wrote out the 50 reasons why I wanted to recover and I would rewrite it over and over and over again to remind myself of that, especially in the hard moments. So I'm going to read a few of the reasons that I wrote that you might be able to relate to, and you can kind of put your own spin on these 
to help you come up with your why. Some of the reasons that I wrote were family, physical strength, pursue hobbies, feel connected to God again, the energy to ski and hike, genuine friendships, trust in my body, to help others, to have healthy digestion, the ability to appreciate what life has to offer, stronger relationships, save money, to be an example to others that recovery is possible, the ability to travel, more focus on serving others, live congruently with morals, no more being a slave to food, not having it consume my brain and my mind, saying yes to social outings and dates that involve food. These are all things that I wrote out that I really wanted, that really got me going and motivated to work towards recovery. So these might not motivate you, but there might be similar ones that do. A lot of times people come to me saying that they want to show a good example to their children with food. That might be your strong why. What is the thing that motivates you more than anything else? That is going to be the key to building motivation. When you can come back to that and hold on to that thought, when your brain is going back into self-sabotage, that will change the trajectory of your recovery. Right now, if you continue doing the things that you are doing, are you going to stop binging or are you going to be in the same place with food or in a worse place with food years from now? Coming up with a strong why can change your trajectory and that is so worth it. And I know this can be tricky because we start doing this. We start doing all these things to build the motivation and work on our brains, work on our relationship with food or any other area of our lives. And our brain goes back to what's comfortable, self-sabotage, unhelpful patterns. And sometimes we need help recognizing these patterns in ourselves. I know I do. I'm a certified coach and I get coached. I've been coached a lot this year on my business, on my marriage, on other areas of my life where I've needed some extra help. I've needed help getting out of unhelpful patterns and being intentional. And it has helped me so much. This year I have showed up for myself on a whole nother level. And it makes a huge difference. So if right now is the time where you're like, okay, I feel that little nudge. I need to really work on my relationship with food and I think this can help me. You can learn more about the coaching options I'm currently offering by going to kristacouchcoaching.com and then clicking work with me on the top of the page. Next week, I'm going to be talking about emotions and feelings and feeling them instead of resisting them so that you can really live your life to the fullest. So until then, I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon.